Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Trade deadline still happening, but games are as well. So we got to recap what happened on the field. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy, his name is Jake. Trevor coming to you from California and producer BBD in the corner. And we've got some baseball to discuss. I'm excited about it. This one is brought to you by Jeremy Skirto. Kate Hughes, Greg Carlson, Logan Pretty, Mr. Pretty. It's kind of fun. Nick Geeslin. And Kyle A. Davis. Those are our most recent patrons. Appreciate you guys very much. We did all the trades that have happened besides two. We recapped yesterday. Luckily, there has been a slight pause, and we can just kind of talk about what actually happened on the field on this episode. And then uh, after the deadline or if something crazy happens, we'll be ready all day to jump on. If something really big happens, maybe we jump on. You know, when it happens after this episode or at 4.30 when everything's done and it's final, we will come on and recap all the trades that we haven't talked about already. Should be another really wild day as there is a lot of guys still out there that are trying to be moved. Trev, how are you doing? How was the Angels game? James, Jacob, Big Big Dong. I'm doing well, man. Thank you for asking. The game last night was awesome. I love uh, Angel Stadium. I always love playing there. And then going back, it's 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 so easy to get in and out and like walk around. It's like the exact opposite of Dodger Stadium. So uh, we had a great time. Obviously, I put out last night. Shohei signed a ball for Teddy, which is like super cool. Um, he was very excited about it, and the kids had a good time, which is basically all that uh, I wanted to accomplish. So mission accomplished. I'm excited. We have like a full day of talking baseball, starting with the recap, and then later on today we'll do the other trade deadline episode. Uh, so I'm excited. Me, me and the boys back in the lab. This is what we do. How was Cabo? I guess we got to ask as well. Mm. What happens in Cabo, Jim, comes on talking baseball. We had a great time. A lot of uh, margaritas by the pool. Actually, I drink mostly uh, Modelo. You know I'm not a big liquor guy. Um, but you know, just a good little getaway. Sometimes parents need to have a, some time alone. You'll learn that soon. Um, so much needed. And now we're, I'm rejuvenated, ready to be a full-time parent again. And reports that Dylan Bundy knew you were in the building and knew talking baseball at our representative and was shook. And that's why he, uh, loaded the bases before getting a single out. True or false? Um, not true. Oh. Uh, I don't think he knew I was there. I was pretty incognito last night. I did meet some talking baseball uh, fans, and then also um, one of the mods. I want to give a shout out. Saw Nate Steele there uh, yesterday, Nate. and he was trying to say no big deal to the first inning. Uh, and then also in that same sentence, he said, "This is pretty much a do or die game for the Angels." So didn't start out well, didn't end well, but uh, good to see Nate out there. He's a he's a good dude. Nice, Jake. How are you? James, Big Baby David, everyone live in the chat. Everyone not live. I mean, so much fun yesterday. Baseball was as hot as it can be in the streets. Awesome. Barrios to the Blue Jays. 
Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Confirmed. Blue Jays, they're going back to Toronto. They're trying to win. Let's go. Toronto's going to be litty tonight. And I do think before before we get too far away from it, Trev, because, yes, you did go to Cabo, and that's pretty nice. And, you know, you get the Otani ball last night. Uh, before the Cabo trip, it looked like you went to a little soiree. Do you want to talk about that at all? Because that seemed man. not like my Friday nights. Um, Same group we went to Cabo with. Yeah. Um, had Nelly come out and perform at the party, which is, you know, funny. But also, at the same time, you realize, like, Nelly had, like, bangers. Nelly's yeah. big. He's big. And, and, like, he played five or six songs, and everybody knew every single word to all the songs. And it's, like, it's like hip-hop, then there's, like, pop, and then there's, like, some, what is it, techno? Like, he's got a full range of songs that you can kind of just throw on, and everyone just gets hyped, so... It was fun, man. I may or may not have shared some 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 time with Nelly that night, if you know what I mean. You want to name drop anyone else? Because I know there's a couple other people there. I don't know how far you want to push your boundaries on it, but. That's it. I'm just happy Hollywood well, Trev is, like, here. Like, you're. I'm always networking, baby. I'm always networking smart. for the company. <laughs> Handing out those talking baseball business cards at the. At the, at the... I, he want... Speaking of business cards, this is for yeah. real. I want to talk about Barry or Barrios to the Blue Jays, but I need to say this: I got handed an OnlyFans business card at that party. Good. Not kidding. I wanted, and they said, "Give it to Jake. We're very interested." So that part felt like kidding. <laughs> that part felt like you're kidding a little bit. Uh, I'm good. I was on a boat chasing lobsters uh, for a day, so similar. So soft. But uh, man, Jim, you you said it in the open a little bit, man. You know, all the execs and Jeff passing, like, it's no sleep season. Kind of felt like everyone slept the same amount we did. Yeah, there like was, was radio silent from, like, 1 a.m. Yeah. to 9 a.m., and now our, we're back. There was one tweet that was like, just got told by a West Coast GM, don't sleep tonight. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you're a liar. I think I think no. the best one was the Nat the Nationals GM said, like, we're just getting started after the Scherzer and Turner deal. And it was kind of like, I don't... It, they well, pumped they, Hudson after that. And Schwarber. I think it was after Schwarbo, too. And it was just like, keep your eyes peeled. And it's like, all right, you're down to Hudson and Jan Gomes. So let's see what you got. But uh, <laughs> I think Gomes is going to go today. But, I mean, for them, that is a lot. Like They've, they've unloaded the ship. But you could sleep through it, I think, was the more important point. And we did. So now we're ready to go all day, baby. Ready to go. Barrios to we don't know we don't have a return on this yet, so I guess we can just put hit pause, but it looks like it is Rosenthal has it as official. Going to the Blue Jays. Well, I'm firing my twin source, that's for sure. Mm. Well, yeah, now I mean you still got a lot out there. I mean it means the a lot of people just directed their attention to Gibson, probably if they want a two year starter. So Gibson is my Gibson source, yeah. so we'll see if, so we'll that, see if, awesome. we'll see if nope. that works. Oh, Passon no. confirms Brio's Blue Jays. Mm. Nice. Who, who got it first? <laughs> Kenny. <sighs> Kenny back on the board. <laughs> and I Kenny hate, needed it. I hate Trev in the beat reporter race. Passon gives him like the it. credit in the tweet. Don't <laughs> worry. How much you like it. Man, It's let's get through some of these games because it's about to be hot. <laughs> There's now Rays with Chris Bryant and Kimbrel rumors. Today, Yesterday was nuts. Today's going to like 
kind of match. You kind of can't match Scherzer, but today's going to kind of match. Hard to imagine. And Rizzo coming with zero rumors. Yeah. That was awesome. That's how the Yankees usually do it. Like, zero. I mean, Gallo had some hubbub, but, like, Rizzo was, like, well, the part out of I, nowhere. I tweeted it out, and I think the part that was hilarious, and someone followed up this morning and said it, it became very apparent that Rizzo and Schwarber were going to some combo of the Yankees and the Red Sox, and I think Rizzo was probably a better fit in Boston, and I think Schwarber was probably a better fit on the Yanks, and I think they kind of cock-blocked yeah. each other and are going to make it work. So. I, think, I think both of those teams have been kind of targeting the other guy for like a long time now, so it's kind of funny. Just Screw two teams it. like taking each other's dude. Your uh, your videos yesterday, like the bodega run, electric content. That's all I do. I I, didn't I, even like, know my I would phone like was to on. see you running. I would like to see you running and talking more often. It's it's. I, get, I do have to say, uh, that's awesome. an uphill run. Yeah, by the way back. The second. On the way one. back, it's uphill, and he made it corner to corner. Pretty fast, yeah. uphill in the rain. I still got it. I still got the wheels. Well, I the rain just those. pushed him. You know, if there wasn't raining, would have been a touch slower. Yeah, That's that would have never happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rain that doesn't happen. He isn't running. <laughs> would have been a stroll. It takes his time. All right, home. let's get to it. I have the NL uh, recap, and it's brought to you by a new documentary coming out by the National Baseball Hall mm. of Fame. They have 13 episodes. It's a YouTube series. It drops every Wednesday. Uh, the Hall of Fame has a collection of a bunch of exciting stuff um, and uh, uh, stuff in there. And what they're doing is they're making a documentary connecting like two things. Uh, so Hall of Fame Connections, 13-part YouTube series. I'm excited to watch this. I think I'm going to wait till it's all out and just binge the hell out of it. Uh, each two-part episode features a narrative storytelling element that weaves through the history of some of museum's most iconic artifacts and the Hall of Fame's curators conversing about those artifacts and stories with MLB Network personalities Carlos Pena and sports journalist Lindsey Berra, granddaughter of Hall of Fame catcher Yogi Berra. Um, and support for the series was provided by Market New York Grant, through I Love New York and New York State's Division of Tourism as a part of the Regional Economic Development Council initiative. To stay up to date with the release of each episode of Hall of Fame Connections, follow the Baseball Hall of Fame's social media channels at Baseball Hall on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So go check out Hall of Fame Connection YouTube series today. I think we'll put a link in the description when it's up. And this is the NL We've got recap. the... Uh, passing, passing. Yeah, we got the Hall. Awesome. Uh, Austin freaking Martin going to the Twins along with Simeon Woods Richardson. Uh, Woods Richardson. That's, Austin Martin. I just pulled his card. That's a pretty big haul. Everyone loved Martin. Vandy boys. Um, twins up. Wow. Yep. Simeon Woods Richardson. What a name. It's fun. Wow. Is he... Did they get him from the Mets and something? I think he was in the Mets uh, Stroman trade. Stroman trade. I believe. I'm trying to think of which trade they were involved in together. Hoorah! All right. How about that? Do Here it, we go. Jimmer. The Dodgers went up to San Francisco and lost the series to the Giants. Urias pitched really well in game one, but Trinan, I believe, loses it for them down the stretch at the end of the game. Then the Dodgers blow him out in game two. Bueller deals. I believe he went seven innings pitch. Zero earned runs. And in game five, they get to Price, and the Giants win the bookends and take the series. No player for either team recorded an extra base hit. 
Uh, Webb goes six innings pitch, one earned run. Cueto, 5.2 shutout innings. Bueller, seven shutout. Pollock had six hits. Muncie had six hits. Um, Dodgers aren't going to be starting Price much longer. I don't believe. With Kershaw and now Scherzer coming back. The Braves and the Mets played five games as the Mets still make up from all their rainouts and cancellations earlier in the year. They split the doubleheader. The Braves taking the first game 2-0. The Mets, Stroman pitched another doubleheader. The Mets taking the second game 1-0. Uh, and the Mets bullpen game two of the doubleheader. Pretty impressive job by the bullpen. And then the Braves won big. In game three with Morton getting the win and Eikhoff not doing well. Mets win game four against Freed. Comes down to the rubber match. Game five, Smiley versus Walker. The Braves win six to three. Freed with a really good start. Brandon Drury's the fun story here. Seven hits with three extra base hits and two home runs despite only starting one game in the series. I believe he's eight for eight since getting called back up. Pretty insane. Conforto threw out the game-tying run at home plate in the ninth inning of game four. Pay him. I heard someone say it on the radio, so I just said it. I don't really know the parameters around it. The Reds took three out of four from the Cubs, who had way bigger things on their mind. Game one had some fireworks with Javi getting the walk-off uh, fly out and then telling Amir Garrett to go uh, sweep himself away and then the Reds lose the next three games and they sell all their players and uh, Cubs fans hearts get broken Votto insane six home runs including two each in games two and three is now homered in six straight games Kyle Farmer had 10 hits with four extra base hits and a home run Winker with eight hits five extra base hits and a home run Rizzo Wisdom Contreras two home runs each a lot of trades Good for the Reds. They take three out of four. The Nationals and the Phillies split a series. And Phillies, what are you doing? You just split a series with the Mets, and you split a series with the Nats, and the Nats are selling all their pieces, and you guys are supposed to have an easy schedule and put yourself back into the race. And now you got to do better than split division opponents. The Phillies starting pitchers had a 10 ERA with a 1-5 uh, ERA for the relievers. Kind of opposite what? of what you're used to there. Nationals had a 3-9 ERA, the starting pitchers, and their bullpen Kind of blew it. McCutcheon, Hoskins, Harper, five hits with multiple extra base hits each. McCutcheon had three homers. Hoskins had two. Josh Harrison had eight hits and six extra base hits with a home run. And uh, they're probably trying to trade him now if anyone wants a utility piece. Scherzer goes six innings pitch, one earned run in his final start as a nat. Backyard, Brad Miller hits a walk-off mm. grand slam in game four. The Phillies come back from down 7 nothing to win it. And not lose the series. Strasburg's going to miss the rest of the season with uh, thoracic uh, oh, outlet surgery. All right. Brewers sweep the Pirates. Get the job done. They hit really well. Five home runs as a team. 16 extra base hits, hits as a team. They win 9-0, 7-3, and 12-0. How about that? Offense putting up 28 runs or whatever that is. 38 runs. In three games, is it 38? No, no, 28. No, you're down. You're it's, it's 28. 28. Wow, still a lot of runs either way. Um, of the 10 Brewers to record over three at bats in the series, nine of them record three or more hits. How's that for a fun fact? Rodolfo Castro, two home runs for the Pirates. He becomes the first player in the modern era to have all five of his first career hits be home runs. Shit, that's fucking cool. Yelly placed on COVID IL. And that's your NL recap.
Mm. Nice, Jim. Does this guy really hit five homers for his first five hits? Rodolfo Castro. That's what they're saying. And by them, I mean our stack guy. Love that. Love that for him. That's kind of exciting. How many at-bats does he have? That's interesting. Yes, five hits, five home runs. He uh, he has a two oh eight batting average, but a one dot one OPS. He's got mm. twenty four at bats so far, twenty six plate appearances. Interesting. Uh, Who wants to start? Good for the Reds. Um, good for the Brewers. Good for the Giants. I don't think the Dodgers. The Dodgers still feel like they won the weekend because of the trade stuff, and. They're starting pitching in their whole lineup are going to look a lot different soon. So good for the Giants to win some. And and then now it's going to be a fun stretch between those two. The Mets lose three of five to the Braves, and you would like it if the Phillies could take advantage of that. Um, but they kind of don't. Well, the Braves, I, again, at this Braves season has been just a bummer. You know, we've, we've been, we have a lot of friends on Braves Twitter, and they are 51 and 52. In theory, this five-game set was important for them. You know, some of the playoff races we're talking about and some of these trade deadline pieces, Braves are four games back of the Mets. Um, They take three of five. Does it mean something? Not yet. Um, What are the Braves going to do the rest of today? They already got young Jock as their rental. (laughs) Is Jock going to get flipped again? Who knows? Uh, Phillies are three and a half out. Braves are four out, so... Man, I don't know. I don't know. Mets, God, that those NLEs can we when we talked trade deadline, we talked all about these NLEs contenders and who was going to make the move, and they were the they were the quiet teams yesterday. Marlins sold, Nats sold, Mets. Everyone had them circled for Chris Bryant. Jeff Passan has to fuck a cow or something if that happens. I'd have to check the tape on that. You're going to have to check the tape on that. We're going to have to check the tape on that. I'm not oh, sure. yeah. I do you remember he said that. Something. Or something. It was something like that. that. We don't remember what it was. Um, if who sold? Diet Mountain Dew. What was, so. what was it again? If, if, Marlins and Fish sold. He said Bryant to the Mets was the most likely trade. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And Bryant, Bryant hasn't been moved yet. The, the Mets, uh, I guess the Braves did jock a couple days ago. Mets and Phillies. Dombrowski, that's the reason he's there. Hey, you wanted Anderson. They're uh, yeah, they they really almost got him. So interested to see what happens there. Brewers are nasty, and dude, Giants. We need to give them more love every episode. If you're the Phillies, sure. When's your window? If now is not your window, when's your freaking window? You need to go do something. Guys, somehow three and a half games back. <clears throat> Backyard Brad saved the freaking season. Yeah. Somehow it seems like we missed this, uh, but they did trade for Braden Ogle an hour ago. So let's not talk about them not acting. In nobody's books. <laughs> is he is he an infielder? He's, He's a uh, left-handed pitcher. So it's bookless. Yeah. Brandon Listen, Ogle. They need to go. Does they need Braden to go Ogle. do something. Braden Ogle, not just my book. Nothing... There's Brandon Ogle. No. The well, they traded Abraham Gutierrez for him. None of the Ogle bros. There's just nothing. Stopping them from competing in the NL East, they go do something. I know, like they're still getting chosen to win because they have an easy schedule, and they have a lot of talent offensively. 
and you brought in. Why didn't they get you know, Barrios? Big dick. Like, why Dave. didn't they go? Why they get should get they Gibbs? Don't have like the prospects. Yeah, I guess so. You need yeah, a. They you need do a, not. Need have, a, that's the thing. Is they farm do system. not have prospects. Yeah. And now the Mets debatably have an easier schedule. They, I think, they have eleven more games with the Nats left, who have traded, mm. started trading everybody. That opens things up a little bit. What a mess. Mets load up and run away with it. Yeah, I'm kind of rooting for the Mets load just to up go and run away. Go like pole to pole. I don't know if they pole to pole, but do it. Get Kimbrel, Brian, and Bias. Go nuts. I want Bias to go somewhere. I want to see him in a different uni and like bring him to the Reds. Cause some mayhem. Reds, A's. Rizzo tried to fight or all his Chapman, and now they're teammates. Have have Bias be teammates with the Reds? They need shortstop. I want. Do they still need a shortstop? I want Bias to go to the Yankees. Can they do that? Pick them up. They don't really Think need it, that. but they could do it. They really use a center fielder. In Hap. Gallo can play center for them. Yeah. They need an Probably will play center. One more outfitter would be cool. But you don't want Javi Baez on your team? Trev, stop bringing up the Yankees, dude. NL recap. Yeah, Baez is on the Cubs. I don't know if you freaking know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. What else we got here? Talk more about the Giants. They they beat the Dodgers. Again, two out of three. We always expect. And 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 C. Rosie asked me, he said, does, does the Scherzer Turner trade make the Dodgers the NL West like favorite? And yes, yes. it does. Yeah. They're two yes. games back. <laughs> like the the Giants were in on Barrios. They were in on Scherzer. They, I mean, they just didn't pull the trigger on any of the, any of them. Like I think you put this out there, Jim. Are they just gonna say, like, fuck it and like let's run with what we got? The, the Giants? Is that, is that the team you were talking about? Maybe it wasn't you. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of fun storylines in the AL West for me. I like the the joy part and the shooting froggle part on both sides. Like, you know, if the if the Padres, if the Padres and Dodgers do all this shit chasing each other down, and the Giants just win the division and then like beat them in the postseason, that's hilarious because they're kind of like Very the. Not misfit, but the re... What's the word we've been saying? Revamp. They like they take players and revamp them. There's a term that people have said, and I can't think of it right now. But um, you know, Ogle. no, it's not. It's not like stars. Reclamation. Reclamation project. Giants. Reclamation yeah, like giants. yeah, we'll just take yeah, these guys that had yeah. no value and we'll turn them in. Like that's hilarious. Uh, if the Padres go and make all these moves and the Giants just go, okay, we'll make bigger, or the Dodgers go, we'll make bigger moves and then win. I kind of like that too, and if the Padres win, I really like that because they they've been really great to the fan base. So uh, there's not an outcome in for me in the AL West that I can't mm. spin as like that's awesome. I'm so glad that that's the team that came out of top and won. And it's going to be a matchup of two of them in the wild card game. So you play this whole season, make all these freaking moves. Imagine if the Giants win the division. And then the Padres and the Dodgers make all these moves, sign all these big fucking free agents, and they have to play one game, dude. But then the Dodgers say, we got fucking Max Scherzer. Yeah, he helps. Is Scherzer, is Scherzer now? Who pitches that game? Does Bueller pitch that game? Whoever's hot. Yeah, whoever's hot and, um, I don't know, like the BVPs and all that stuff and matchups and all that Go stuff. Go all hands on deck. Oh. This, this is the How thing. Is I'm that? assuming it's the race is going to come down to the last day. So they can't exactly, like, 
move their rotation around to make sure like they have someone lined up for the wild card game because they're going to be trying to chase down the the division. So they might not even have a choice. Doesn't matter. Whoever if they win it, then they got a great number one too. So for the next series. Dodgers are so Dodger fans. If Kershaw has to start that game, it's going to be interesting to see how Dodger fans are like, uh Oh, two runners on in the first, hold on your butts. (laughs) Holy smokes. Who else? I mean, Hey, let's give some snaps to teams. Let's, let's reverse engineer this a little bit. Marlins, Nats straight up sold. We don't have to do like much dancing with them the rest of the way. Like appreciate you guys. Like good job. Cubbies, you emptied the ship. You're going to do more emptying. Thank you. Uh, Rockies, Diamondbacks, you guys did your what thing are the a little Rockies while ago. doing? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so yeah, I, they're keeping actually, Gray. I do. And- I do. The John Gray stuff is actually really interesting. John Gray has been really good at Coors Field. He likes Denver. He's a starting pitcher whose quality that likes the Colorado Rockies, and he said, "I want to stay." And it's it has it's not like fan service like I'm I'm here for the team whatever we need and you know it's a business he's like no give me a contract and I'll stay they're working on it we'll see if they land there and okay that's fine we've said this about the Rockies before we said about Marquez if you've got someone lock them up and because that's your constant hunt in that organization. I kind of get that and they could throw him the qualifying offer at the end of the year he probably takes it because that's. Probably more annually than he would get, but it's one year, and it's one year for a starting pitcher. Fine. The one that made me mad, and it's not because I took him in my Chris Rose rotation post-home run derby loopy draft, Daniel Bard, who was one of the most fun stories last year. He's back. He's pitching into a wall. He's throwing a hundo again. Let's go, Daniel Bard. The Rockies said he's off the table? He's 35 or 36 years old. What are you saving him for? That organization sometimes, man. That's why I left. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're a Padres fan. I'm uh, I float around. No, he was trying. He was was, was debating becoming a fan. I don't even want to say because I want to put the next on There's a team recruiting me. No, they're not. There's a team recruiting me. They were like... Uh, an NL team, an NL team asking. There's an NL team recruiting me right now. I wouldn't say recruiting. Yes. I'm saying they're there's like a cool nickname tied to it. They're, yeah, there's they're hesit- hesitantly like being like, don't you're not doing this right? Don't no, come that's what you said. The people are excited. Well, I Just think it was a third party, not the actual person. We'll see. But I could check the text. We'll see. NL. Yeah. <laughs> NL. Can't excited. happen. Are they still in the race? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big team. Big team. Big team. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how it plays out. Uh, so, good job, all the sellers. I think of the teams we didn't mention, I mean, St. Louis is kind of the only team in a weird area. I guess the Reds, too, but I don't know. I don't know what you do there. Yeah, what do the Reds do? Go get bias, have fun for half a year, two months. They trade for guys like Luis Sessa. Yeah. They're seven games back. What are they? They can't. What are they gonna do, man? Hey, they had a good. They just won, you know. How far back of the Padres are they? What's the NL wild card standings? They're they're far. <laughs> oh, they far. They're they're five games Filled. back. 
Are they? Yeah. Okay. The hunt is on. Mm. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's I, don't tough. Think hunt, I don't think any hunt's on. It's tough. Joey Votto's like single-handedly trying yeah. to keep them in contention, and even seven games with a home run in a row is not enough. <laughs> I got to give the chat some love because we, we touched on it and missed it. But uh, uh, Jill, Jill Hempel, one of our studs in the chat always. <laughs> Baez and Garrett on the Reds? That'd be a good time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Get the social media team rolling that welcome party. <laughs> I didn't understand what was he was it a sweeping motion Baez was doing or is that a rowing Town crier situation developed? Was huh? I did a whole like ten cent like it wasn't even just like a decide. I literally It's a town crier thing. We had better stuff going on. Jill no Hempel, one was listening? Job. None of the three of you weren't listening? When was this? Like twenty like ten minutes ago. I said that Baez should go to the Reds because Chapman, uh, Rizzo tried to fight Araldis Chapman. I remember the Rizzo Chapman. Oh, that, yes, and yes, that, yes. And Baez should go to the Reds because him and Amir can fight, and then you just send the Reds right, to all the people we that tried to fight. We did it better. We talked about the social media team and how Well, this is when we're down. talking about yeah. it. Yeah. BBD's so happy you got town criered. I'm so You know happy. the feeling Whoa. now. Town we have the feeling on tape. Wow. It's just bizarre that all three of you. That's how it happens to BBD, I'm so too. confused right now. I am so confused. When we started the NL recap... You said Baez should go to the Yankees. I said, no, he should go to the Reds. So him and Amir Garrett have to hang out. I said, they don't have a shortstop, right? And then I said, Rizzo went to the Yankees. He tried to fight Araldis Chapman, so the Cubs would just be sending their players. Credit to Jill Hempel. Yeah. We've covered it. Yeah. Thank Cubs you, Jill. are sending I'm their on your players side, Jim. to go squash I'm, their I'm on your side, Jim. Everyone's saying, do you guys know the, the Jays got burritos? Yes, we've mm. already talked about that. And this is not that episode. Another episode do I do. We do know. Austin Martin and Woods Richardson to the Twins. Huge haul. Yeah, we'll talk about twins it. We'll talk about it when we cover it earlier, but early results. That's a crazy deal that the Twins made out pretty well there. Mm. My, my twin source apologized to me, which is not <laughs> That's enough. Quick. That's good. <laughs> which is not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> it's true. I, I, like, I wanted to break something this this. This trade deadline season and hasn't happened yet. It's tough. How about the Brewers sweeping the Pirates? Or the Pirates aren't great, but the offense they put up when that's like you know the side of the game that they need to quote unquote you know get better at or whatever. Mm. Um, Twenty eight runs in three games. Again, it's the Pirates, but not everyone's doing that. The Pirates every time. So, dude, uh, Rowdy Telez has been going off for them, uh, which that's going to be an interesting thing if the Brewers. Trev's little birdie said they are in on some big names still. We'll see what happens. Or do they brew crew it up and, you know, Willie Adamas and Rowdy Telez and some of these trades that they made earlier, you know, can that be what their analytics team pats themselves on the back that they didn't even have to get in the mud of this trade deadline. They already did their work. They found some guys and roll it out there. And they got Eddie Escobar, our dude. Eddie Escobar. I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm, it's interesting because you have some teams not caring about their farm system whatsoever. I feel like the Dodgers are just like, screw it. They traded their number one prospect, right, to get to get uh, Turner and, and Scherzer. They traded their there. number one, one and, and their two. number two in the same trade, which one is kind of rare. But, yeah, yeah. They, have, they have a stack system, and they <clears throat> believe in their development to just draft and trade and get more. 
Yeah, so I I hope the Brewers do something big. Like when they brought CC over for that year, that was how cool was that, dude? Like it's one of they, my they, favorite stretches of like any baseball yeah. player. Yeah, is there like a thirty for thirty on that yet? We're doing it. That's pretty cool. Uh, anything else in the NL that we need to discuss? It is kind of hard to keep it to just on the field when mm. it's all about trade deadline thoughts. I know. Sorry, guys. And there's a huge IL coming. Get the people excited for that. Let's uh, let's do the uh, AL. Jake, you ready? I think so. Here we go. Mm, Trevor Plouffe's Astros go to Seattle, and the Astros take two out of three. And boy, Mariners fans are mad at the Astros even more than usual after taking a couple of their relievers. 11-8 Mariners in the first one. How's your hit in McCoggin versus Garcia? That's fun. But the Astros took the second two. McCullers and our guy, Jake Odorizzi. They knock around Kikuchi a little bit. Astros hit 333 as a team this series. Ugh, 575 slugging. Ridiculous. Six homers, 17 extra base hits. Astros are nasty. Kyle Lewis supposed to come back soon for the Mariners, and same with Alex Bregman. He started a rehab assignment. The Mariners' win was a fun one in game one. That was when they were down 7-0. They rally. Go check out the breakdown ad. Red Sox and Blue Jays, they split four. Uh, Red Sox win 5-4. Nick the Dick Pavetta. Uh, Thomas Hatch was on the bump for the Blue Jays. Early settler name. A classic. Uh, and then they do a doubleheader, and they split 4-1. Shake hands. Each game, 4-1. to one. Problem solved. Blue Jays blow them out. Ryu on the mound. Erod. Oh, no. Blue Jays won 13-1 in the final game. Verdugo, five hits. He's starting to get going. We saw him get his start in the Yankees series. Devers just doesn't stop. No Red Sox starter went five innings. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what they do the rest of today. Yankees went to Tampa Bay, and they took two out of three in the trop. Game one, they won four to three. Jordan Montgomery pitching really well for the Yanks lately. He battled through five innings, and then Penn did the rest from there. Game two, they go to extras. Yankees win three to one. They take the series. Garrett Cole for the sweep. Get this Yankee season really going. Joey Gallo, Anthony Rizzo. They get rocked. 14-0. Rays beat up Cole in the first inning. They get him in the his final inning. Uh, the Yankees, they are not a momentum team, or at least that was the old Yankees. We'll see if my paisans can change things. Pete Fairbanks, my dude. He goes to the IL. Hate that. They traded Castillo. The Rays are sick. The Rays are sick. I'm over it. Yankees win the series. Tigers take two out of three from the Twins. Uh, Twins, they win the first game in extra innings, 6-5. Tigers, they win the second game in extra innings. Uh, they go 11 that one. Also 6-5 and then 17-14 in the final. You pulling a prank on me, Max? A uh, little football score. We're getting ready for football season. Talking Giants, how about that? Uh, clearly a lot of offense in that final game. How's 11 home runs for the Twins in a three-game set that they lose two of the games? Keep selling, Minnesota. Keep selling. Reset. Akil Badu. He's still at it, man. Good for him. Royals take three out of four from the White Sox in the final AL on AL series. 
Royals take game one. Minor versus Keuchel, 4-3. to three. White Sox, Dylan Cease. You're going to hear his name a lot when they talk about prospect trades. He was in the Quintana trade with Eloy a couple years back that now has them stacked and ready to go. But the Royals, 3-2, 5-0. Good for them. They don't hit much this series, but they hit better than the White Sox, who hit 168. You. I don't like that. Michael A. Taylor, will he be traded today? Walk-off single in the 10th inning of Game 3 after Salvi Perez hit the big game-tying homer in the ninth. Brady Singer, he's going to start a rehab assignment soon. So how about that? Royals take 3 out of 4, and that's what happens in the American League. Very nice. Nicely done. What stood out to you the most? My baby calls me the most. I mean, it's probably, and people hate it, Yankees-Rays. I mean, uh, we do have to look at the Yankees through a slightly different scope now because they traded for two of the better left-handed hitters in the game. And they, outside of that atrocious Red Sox series where they should have at least split, they could have won three out of four pretty easily. Instead, they lose three out of four. They've been playing a decent brand of winning baseball for a while. They make some moves in the Trop, which had been a house of horrors for them. Uh, they win the series. They obviously don't keep momentum going, but, I mean, the Yankees now, Gallo's going to be here next year. Rizzo's the pure rental. They're in. We'll see if they make noise by the, the end of today, but uh, the Yankees are going to be a part of the conversation the rest of this season, which we did not know of that as of a week ago. They hope. The pitching's been carrying them good. for a little bit, which is now they the have the offense. Been good. So. good games. I mean, I don't know what the Rays are doing. The Rays are confusing me more than they've ever confused me. Not that I'm, like, losing faith or, faith or whatever, but, like, I have no idea what the fuck the Rays are doing. They're trading away. Are they the only team that's, like, when's the last time a team that's first place in their division and uh, looking like a playoff Favorite has traded away the guy that's gotten the most second most starts for them in the season. I, and I know Rich Hill, they can afford to lose him, but still just the optics of it. Like, when's the last time a team that's about to win the division or in a pennant race traded away a guy that's been getting saves for them and starts for them? Top three games in game started and top two in saves. And they traded him away. Like it, it can't. It has to be the first time that's ever happened. It sounds only like the Rays could pull that off. There's no other team. They're like, oh yeah, that seems that doesn't even seem feasible for any other team. But Rays going Ray, baby. And by the way, they they snuck they snuck one of the early trades by us this morning. They got Sean Armstrong, a reliever from the Orioles. It's true. Um, a guy who was lights out in 2020. He's been terrible this year. Sprinkle a little Rays pixie ducks on him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's racking up saves for the Rays soon because that's how they. You say pixie duck ducks. Little pixie ducks. Yeah, that's that's new. (laughs) (laughs) You're the first person that's probably ever said those two words back to pixie ducks. Yeah, be a good team name. You guys want to hear a stat? I mean, did, did you read the stat about the twins? No, no. What about them? You didn't. You didn't read that one. We could have. Currently, you got to tell me the stat first. Seven homers. What's that? They hit seven home runs. The Tigers hit zero home runs, and they lost that game. Mm. It's the most Twins thing to happen all year. 
The uh, first team in MLB, first game in MLB history where one team had seven more home runs than their opponent, but still lost. They scored seven. Tiger scored seventeen runs without hitting a single fucking home run. That's insane. That is insane. Twins, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Minnesota. Do we want to? Sorry for how this year went. The uh, the Tigers are really fun. They're playing really well. There's articles about them now coming out saying like the Tigers are good and they're fun and all that. They are going to get lost in the shuffle because they're not a playoff team and they're not in the race of any sort. So I feel like on this show we may in the second the last two months mm. not be talking about the Tigers as much as Tigers fans want us to because it is good what they're doing and I think they're building a lot of momentum to next year. Uh, kind of regardless of results the rest of the way. Like, you know, just in performances you want to track. But, yeah, the Tigers are getting a lot of love right now. I think I think our fun way to track the, tiger, or the Tigers, because I do think it's going to matter to them, they're chasing the, the future Cleveland Guardians right now. They're three, bank, three games back at Cleveland for second in the AL Central. And if you told Tigers fans that this team was going to finish second in the Central this year, you know, a, kind of what does that mean? Not too much. But for that team to be young and, hey, A.J. Hinch, we talk about managers. He deserves some love, a lot of these young players. So, yeah, they they are one of the teams that's are, – are they one of the only – are they the only team that's not playing for something but kind of playing for something? Uh, let's see. I have all the teams that are out. The Mariners, I would put, but they're okay. but they're like playing for the wild they're card. They're still like in it. But even if the Mariners were, yeah, they're two and a half Even back. if the Mariners were six if games dropped, out, yeah, they're still playing for culture and momentum and yeah. next season. Um, but how many teams? So the good question is, how many teams are out still have like a, a fight, fighting spirit? The last two months, Twins, no, Twins, no, Royals, Angels, Royals, kinda. Angels, maybe I don't know. St. Louis, like I feel like they're always gonna like try. I think Cardinals fans still think they're season. fighting for something. They're seven and a half back. Um, no, they're yeah. nine and a half, I believe, out of the division. They're not fighting for anything. Although Jay Flair will be back soon. Our boy, looking good in the minors too, right? You have, a, you have a good outing. Always, yeah, he always looks good. He says he's feeling really good. So I think I'll think that they'll still be competitive. I think Philly will still be competitive just because they have a. I don't understand how Philly isn't better. I don't understand it. I know they're 500 ball club right now, but I mean the roster on paper is really good, and it just hasn't translated. Go win seven in a row. A lot of people are blaming backyard it on the Brad. infield. Backyard Brad. Backyard Brad hits bombs sometimes. He's fun. Huh? Fun player. It's fun. I hope he gets a. I hope he gets a fun little payday this off season. I have a question. Well, two for sixteen. I do too. I have Go a question. Yeah. When does Sale come back? Chris Sale. Yeah, for the Red Sox. We're doing AL, right? Yes. Um, I know he threw an actual rehab start. Yes. Um, let's see. There's an MLB.com article titled "Ace on the Way." Sale, a deadline edition. Um, Ace on the way. Ace on the way. That's cool. I can't wait to see him back with that team. That's going to be well. They need help. Their pitching hasn't. Their starting pitching hasn't been good of late. Well, 
you know there was a, a rule change or a rule enforcement that's caused a lot of people mm-hmm. to not be as good. In the uh, the ra- I'll, I'll, I'm doing a little turkey math here. I'm going to add the raise to it, even though you can't, because I'm trying to look at in the AL East what in the last 30 days what 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 team starters have been the best. But like the Rays, you can't really do this because the Blue Jays starters oh, have yeah. been good. That's the other flip side. And now they're adding uh, Barrios, who doesn't fully scare me, um, but he's having a good season. So let's see. Sale. He, he's another. He, I'll, I'll go. Well, you guys are doing this math. Barrios. Similar to a Luzardo situation where, like, he's got all the talent in the world. Twins couldn't figure out a way to, like, make him, like, an ace like everybody thought he could be. And the Blue Jays might be able to do that. The guy's got the freaking stuff. The Blue Jays have had some people, like Robbie Ray and Steven Matz, have come over and then, like, you know, refounded or done better in, in ways. So Blue Jays fans speak very highly of their pitching coach, which is, you know, that's yeah. kind of rare. A, uh, it's Norm- like Astros normally, and Blue Jays. normally that's a good scapegoat on a team. So we'll see. Let's see. Twins territory is always talking about Barrios needs to work more north and south. He's very much a uh, what's that? A horizontal pitcher. Mm. All different sides of the zone, just not top and bottom. So maybe that's what they'll work on with him, changing the eye levels and stuff. But I, I still believe he's like. He's a guy, guy. It looks like I know. I've been saying that for a while. Chris Sale has had three rehab appearances. Braves get hit the passing. 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 Braves get Eddie Rosario. My guy going to the Braves. I love okay. it. Rental season in Atlanta. They're not giving away Let's big go. prospects. Slap it around. What? <laughs> What? In, what was that? In, Say that again. Eddie Rosario to the Braves, right? That's what people are saying in our chat. I'm looking for the tweet. I haven't seen the tweet yet. Chat monster got us. It is like everyone in the chat saying okay. it, so I'm inclined to think and, they didn't. And you know what? If Robert they, Murray tweeted it. If they teamed up. <laughs> That it's, well to trick us, I'd give them credit. It is for Eddie Rosario to the Braves Pablo. for Pablo Sandoval. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Wait, what's wrong? <laughs> Did you guys want him? No, that's just two GMs doing shit because they feel like everyone else is doing shit. Literally, that's two GMs that like everyone else just kept putting them on hold, and they were like, "Hey, who's here?" And it's like, "Oh, I'm here." They must have kicked me out too. Like, you want to make a move? Uh, yeah, let's make a move. Everyone's making moves. Okay, who do you got? Well, I got Pablo. Who do you got? Well, we got Rosario as a rental. Sure, let's swap them. Like, well, that doesn't do shit for either team. That's not. That's not go that. Dude, far. that is just a move to make moves, Pablo. So it's a salary. Why? Cap. I know it's a. It's just a. It's just a move to make moves. I mean, Braves get Eddie Rosario. Eddie Rosario's been a solid MLB corner. Yeah, outfielder the Braves for are the while. one. Try, the Braves are trying to get better. I don't know what the Indians are doing. They don't. Whatever. They're just dumping salary. Not like Rosario's having a good year. He's not having. No, a great year. but he's I not. mean, he's had a really nice major league career. It's true. 
So he turns it on in Atlanta for a couple months. For Pablo, dude. How is Pablo still a salary That's dunk hilarious. guy? That's hilarious. That's insane. That's hilarious. I'm looking at splits now with Eddie. Okay, not great splits. Either, like if you're right? an so, Indians you know, fan, maybe, you're like, oh, someone called about a rental we have? We can get prospects? No. No. We're just, Uh-oh. Miami Marlins are close to trading outfielder Adam Duvall to the Atlanta Braves. Ran into Duvall's an option yesterday. I like that one more. I love it, Atlanta. They're j- they're getting rentals, which corner outfield rentals are super cheap, as we see with Pablo Sandoval. And good. Adam Duvall has a hot month or two like he did in 2020 that gave him an incredible season. That can change something, but I don't know, man. <laughs> What a ridiculous sport. All right, Trev, you are the most yeah. uh, outside looking in at the AL East uh, on the show. In the last 30 days, for the Red Sox, it's 24 games. For the Blue Jays, it's 22. For the Yankees, it's 21. And for the Rays, it's 21. What starting staff do you think has the worst ERA and the best ERA or whatever? Well, I saw you put something out about the Yankees. I think the Yankees have had the best. Yeah. And then I believe the Red Sox have had the worst. The Rays have had the worst. And the Rays actually have the innings like of starters, which is also interesting. The Rays have had 124 innings from their starting staff, which is the same as the Red Sox. And you would think the Rays would have less because they bulk and open more. Uh, the Rays have a four three five ERA last thirty days, and the Red Sox have a four thirteen. Yanks three four three, and Rays three seventy eight. But I don't think that's how like you would just think of those staffs. Red Sox staff would start to worry me if Sale doesn't come back and be the ace, and that's a lot to ask out of a out of a in Tommy John injury return guy. He is Chris Sale, and people have been doubting his motion and his health forever, so I wouldn't put it past him. But I would guess the Red Sox are going to trade for a pitcher. Like, Gibby's out there. I would think the Red Sox. If there's Sox, a team you circle for Gibby right now, it's Boston. Boston, yeah. DJ's made the move for Barrios. Yes. The Gibby, man. Gibby. I'm looking at their, the Red Sox starters. FaceTime right Gibby. Gibby's still doing this thing. Let's get Gibby on here right now. Full pension Piv has kind of come back down to earth a little bit, sporting the four five. You still got the one oh three ERA plus, but he was he was better earlier in the season. And Richards is kind of wasn't there a one and I like Garrett a lot. Like I really like him. I don't want this to come off like I'm bashing him, but didn't he like earlier in the season come out and say like I figured out how to pitch? Like was he like on a really hot stretch? I don't know. I know Red Red Sox fans were kind of done on him. I think there was some Carabas like send him to the moon type stuff. And Who's that? I, and then I think Garrett Richards. And then I think he must have had a nice stretch because I saw a lot of Red Sox Twitter saying like, "Okay, so are we back on the Richards oh, train?" He did. Yeah, he had a he had a couple really. His April wasn't very good, and then his May was really good, and then that's it. Okay. Um, anything else in the AL that we missed? This is turning into a hybrid pod of recaps. Hybrid trade. pod. Impossible to this time for, of year for it not to be. I think. 
Uh, I'm ready for the IL if you are. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm still doing so much stupid math that I shouldn't be doing, but I'm interested in it. (laughs) No, we got one more in. Awards. But first, the interleague by Trevor Plouffe. All right, my Oakland A's went down to San Diego and they split the series. 7-4 Padres in game one, 10-4 A's in game two. Uh, Both teams hit the ball pretty well. The starters for both teams did not do the job. Machado, three hits, including a go-ahead three-run Jimmy Jack in the fifth inning of game one. Tatis hits his NL leading 31st homer, and it was a bomb. I don't know if you guys saw that one. Shamanayago, 6-1 hit. One hit, shut out innings with nine freaking Ks in game two. And Chapman and Murphy had three hits with a homer each. Oakland and the Padres split the series. Moving on, the Cardinals go into town to take on the Indians. And they split the series. 4-2 Cardinals in game one. 7-2 Indians in game two. Ramirez, uh, who could be on the move. Hopefully, I would like to see him being moved. Probably not going to happen because he's so damn good with with, uh, options. Uh, He homers in each game. Fran Mill Reyes, two homers in game two. Might be hearing about him a little bit later. Harrison Bader with three extra base hits. Dijon, go ahead, two-run homer in the seventh inning of game one. And Bueno, seven innings pitched, two Ernie's for the win in game one. I want to talk about that afterwards. There was something really cool that happened between him and Yachty. Uh, bad news for the Cardinals, and then followed with some good news. Arenado exits game two with the bruised right form, but Jack Flaherty, the dark knight, pitches two scoreless innings in his rehab start, and Aaron Savale is transferred to the 60-day IL. Not the Indians here this year. Uh, they split the series with the Cardinals. Moving on, Jake's. Former team, the Rockies, go into Anaheim, and the Angels take 2 or 3. 6-2 Angels, 12-3 Rockies, 8-7 Angels. Um, Angels starting pitchers pitched to a 4-4-1 ERA. Rockies, 4-0-5 ERA. Not great for either team. Otani, though, let's talk about this freaking guy. Seven innings pitched, one earned run in game one. Then he has four hits in the series, including two homers, his 36th and his 37th. That's freaking incredible. Tapia, we love this guy. Seven hits with two extra base hits and three RBIs. Brennan Rogers, two freaking homers. Former teammate of mine, Philly Goslin, go ahead RBI, single in the eighth inning of game three. Jared Walsh is placed on the 10 day IL, and Trout is encouraged by the results of his MRI, but he's still on that IL. Angels take two or three for rocks. Moving on, it's the D backs going into Texas to face the Rangers. They split the series 5 4 Rangers in game one, 3 2 D backs in game two. Both offenses struggles, which means the pitchers did pretty damn good. Nate Lau, three hits and three RBIs. Only player with three hits in the series, and just four players recorded multiple hits. Gallo, three run home run before he gets shipped off to the freaking Yanks. Dane Dunning, six in the third inning, two earned runs in game one. Lyles and Bumgarner both go seven innings pitch, two earned runs. That a boy, Bum, way to go. Jake's Dalton Varsho hits the go-ahead homer in the eighth inning, though, of game two. Split the series, D-backs and Rangers. Moving on, and I believe this is the last series. It is Marlins going up into Baltimore. That is a weird freaking interleague series right there. They split the series, 7-3 Marlins in game one, 8-7 Orioles in game two. 
Uh, man, the starting pitcher is tough in this series. 7-5-6 for the uh, Marlins. Orioles with a 13.5. Owie. Uh, Trey Mancini, three extra base hits, though, including a home run. Ryan McKenna with a walk-off walk in game two. It still feels good. doesn't matter. It's just a walk. So shout out McKenna. Uh, and then Cooper undergoes season-ending surgery to repair a UCL tear Chisholm. Might not need a rehab assignment before returning, so that's good news for the Marlins. They split the series with the Orioles, and that is what happened with the IL games. We're so close. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. It wasn't that close. (laughs) On the bar, it looked closer. I like when it finishes. Let me talk about Wayne Oyadis. Okay. Just real quick, because I saw this on Twitter. Uh, Wayne two strikes a guy, freaking throws the banger in the dirt, strikes him out. Yadi has to block the ball, but it looks like Yadi's fucking sleeping back there with how easy he made this look. And the guy pointed out, he goes, this is what happens when you work together with someone for 13 freaking years. Wayno throws a curveball. Yachty sees where it comes out of his hand, knows exactly where it's going to go. He literally just like put his like glove in the dirt and the ball just like ever so slightly touched it, rolled right in front of him. It was, it's, you have to see the video. It's hilarious. Like they have been working together for so long. Name another pitcher catcher that have been doing that. Where do I find the video? Just like that. Bill Dickey and Whitey Ford. Oh man. Just, it was just on Twitter somewhere. Okay. It's hilarious. It's, 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 an, it's an after show thing. Okay. But after show thing. It's an after show Pretty thing. cool to see them do that. Uh, hey, I had an interesting thought while I was hearing you do this recap, Trev. Interesting. How many teams are just completely on the sideline during this trade deadline like the Orioles? They're not selling. They're not well, buying. No. They're, I was like, man. They sold. Who'd they trade? They're playing. They sent a pitcher to the Rays. They this traded morning. Armstrong to the Rays. There were some Mancini tweets this morning. Oh, so that's that's Mancini watch a little bit. Yeah, yeah Armstrong to the Rays. And, and, but like you know, it's been the best day, deadline. MLB fans are talking about how this is the craziest deadline in years. This is so much fun. How many teams are just completely obviously it not getting heartbroken, but also not getting overjoyed by anything either. Just like you know, the Mets haven't done anything yet, but they want to. They're right. watching like. Orioles fans probably aren't yeah, even refreshing Twitter. They're like, whatever. The Angels haven't done anything, right? I guess that's true. And they're not really selling. They're looking for – I heard that Rysel Iglesias might be on the block. He's the consolation prize uh, to Kimbrell right now. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Get him. How about the other Iglesias? The Cardinals are kind yeah, of – Cardinals Louis are just sitting in, past. They're, they're in the weirdest funk area for me. Like, they've – Underachieved, you can't buy, you can't sell, you wait for Flaherty to come back. They're just they're just in the gray. The biggest series here, the only series here that has impact on standings is the A's and Padres. And they split the two games, so they don't have any impact on standings. They leave the same way they came. What were you gonna say about the Marlins Orioles series? That's fun. I think there's a lot of kinship, right? Mm. And those two fan bases watching this. A lot of firm. Like, I think there's a lot of, like, we're the real ones. Yeah. We don't need our teams to be good to watch this. You know? Like, they have a sense of pride. 
they're both up and coming teams. I mean, they've had all the draft picks and the, they've had the time to struggle now. Like it's their windows coming. I think the Marlins have navigated those waters much better than the Orioles have. Although the Orioles have some guys. Marlins are going to be a, in their system. Marlins are going to be a sexy offseason team name. A lot of young, talented pitchers. They got a lot of pitchers. They need, now they got to get some. Oh, my God. Some playboys, some players. D-backs, Rangers, both teams hit under 200 for that series. That's tough. Get Gibby out of there. He's, go, he's going. Out There's teams there. that need him. Boston, San Diego. Where's Gibby going to end up? It's it's, I hope he's a lot of Phillies talk with him okay, right now. BBD. How much? How much do the Mets feel the pressure now from uh, the Braves? I mean, the Braves—not big, crazy moves, but they just completely revamped their outfield. Duvall, uh, Rosario, and Jock—is that their outfield? <laughs> I think so. And I mean, a, where's Christian? A couple, couple of those guys have platoon, serious platoon numbers, so Atlanta can play that game. And I. It's been an awful year for Atlanta. We've talked about it. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong. But I I love it. I mean, they essentially give up nothing to get three major league outfielders that you like in your lineup on a day-to-day basis because, like we've talked about, this is supposed to be a massive window for them, and next year it will reset and be, you know, they'll get their 162. But at least they're, they're fighting a little bit. They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to get Voigt. They didn't have to get Duvall. They didn't have to get Jock. They didn't have to... How See if you're if the, if Here's the Indians, thing. man? <laughs> That's how do you? Tough. How do you? Like, what? In, you're such assholes to your fan base. Oh, I'll text Rosie. Tell him congrats on Pablo. Such like like <laughs> oh, even if you got all prospect back, like you know, because it's right. only a true rental for Rosario, who's not having a good season. So you're not going to get a lot back for him at all. But even if it's like, you know, a lottery ticket, 19 year old kid in high A, that's not doing great in high A, but at least. There's a sprinkle of miracle chance he can help the Indians in the future because if he fucking blows up, you get five years of him or maybe even two years of him. But instead, you just take on Pablo's salary? They're such assholes to their fan base. Guardians, bro. <laughs> Sucks. They need Jason Kidd. That team was like He's stacked. That sucks. We'll take on Pablo's contract and <laughs> what's pa- what's Pablo's? Is he still getting like the no? Boston I think contract? he was like one mil. I think he was one mil flat, and I think every day Eddie oh, was like seven or eight mil. So Cleveland probably ends up saving two million bucks or something like that for the rest of the year. Eddie was on the books for eight. Pablo for one. They're so mean to Math their fans. Pie. Pablo. Tell me you have like a 19-year-old one-handed kid and I'd be more happy than just taking Pablo's contract like who's, for two months. Who's your 26-year-old sidewinder reliever in double A? Like, let's find out. Yeah. You got a kid who, you got well, a kid who mean, thinks if, he can be a knuckleballer? Like, give me him <laughs> instead of Pablo. I don't, I mean, it's not like they're trying to win this year. We said it That's what I'm get saying, go. Trev. Get, like, get kinda, someone that may be able to help you in five years. Well, they they know they're done. They know they're done this year. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's that the whole year for them. We knew they weren't really trying to compete. Obviously, you're not trying to compete when you ship off Lindor like that. And then they kind of came out of the gates hot. Their pitching helped them a little bit. But then some guys got hurt, and then the season's lost. Now you're 
doing stuff like Giving this. players away for free. Man. Braves lineup right now? Jock, Albies, Freeman, Young Thick, Dansby, Duvall, Vote. And right now they have Heredia in center. Um, Eddie Rosario is on the IL as of right now. Strained ab. Um, I think that happened on Monday, so we'll see when he's back. But they got a little bit of a lineup now. It's a different team. That's a different team. I don't mind Pablo. Okay. What do you mean? It doesn't do anything for him, though. Like, you could just say... I know. You'd have the same reaction if you just gave him away Pablo. for free. I just want to say, you know, he's... He's... He's uh, had some good moments in his career. Some really I'm not good knocking moments. Pablo Sandoval. I'm knocking the Cleveland Indians for being rude to their fan base. Trading their rental for another rental. Basically yeah. saying we someone called about Eddie Rosario and we gave him away for free. They got $2 million. Yeah. I mean, even like the Cesar Hernandez one, they got, what's that, Pilkington or whatever his name right. is? Pilkington. What was his name? It's some... Connor Pilkington. Pilkington. Yeah, Connor Pingleton. Who's not like an amazing prospect, but who knows? Hey. That dude could turn out to be something. There's no... Maybe there's no J-Ram now. Could, J-Ram. Yeah. Oh, God, I would love for him that to would be. Bridge. Maybe this was like a little, hey, Ooh, we'll do this, appetizer. but we want J-Ram. That would be yeah. a good... I've been calling for that all year. That would be a good... Like, we're looking for the cherry on top this deadline. Like, we're expecting Gibby, Bryant, maybe Baez, Trevor Story. If a J-Ram blockbuster could sneak out, that would be, like, easily the best deadline ever. We might already be there, but that would do it. Hey, bet, better team name, Guardians or Pixie Ducks? Pixie Ducks. The Pixie Ducks? Yeah. You can go a lot of ways. Sounds like an acid trip. Pixie Ducks. I'm imagining the logo right I now. I have them as a 11 and under youth soccer team. <laughs> 11? That's like a 7 and Okay. Under. Stay away from my 11 under youth soccer team. The Pixie Ducks. Reminds me of Jake's Dixie Chicks cover band. Yeah. The Chicky Dicks. Chicky Dicks. Love, I love the, the Dixie Chicks. Who doesn't love the Dixie Chicks? Well, they got dumb from country music because they (laughs) they said something about George Bush, I believe. Yeah, said they're embarrassed that he was from Texas. While we're covering everything. Did you guys know, how about this Dixie Chicks fact? Yeah, I love Dixie Chicks facts. And we could get into words. Uh, They had a other singer before they brought on the one that everyone knows as their singer, and she was actually, I believe, their manager's daughter. Mm. And he was like, hey, my daughter can sing. And they're like, oh, okay, whatever. And then she like came out and like obviously is incredible. And they became the Dixie Chicks. Similar topic. I want to give a shout out to Alyssa Nair, the U.S. women's goalie. <laughs> Penalty kicks this morning. She stoned two kicks. Stratford CT raise Believe. up. Love that. Oh, a CT yep. woman. Yup. Jake, may I have some juice? Now we've covered all the baseball. As we've pivot. To no, actually, before we pivot to awards, we have to do the stimulation simulation. Oh, smokes after the deadline, yes. Ooh, BBD, BBD. All right, this is your postseason uh stimulation simulation. BBD, the American League wild card has the Oakland A's going to Tampa for like the sixth week in a row. Who wins Oakland at Tampa? Rays, wow. 
Wow, even after Chafin and Marte. Okay. Uh, Divisional Series has the White Sox going to Boston right now. White Sox. Tampa Bay, after winning the wild card, would go to Houston. Houston. Wow. CS right now would be Chicago White Sox uh, versus the Houston. That is the uh, old managers who don't like each other bowl. Houston. Ooh, wow. Houston in the World Series. Okay, in the NL, you have the Padres going to L.A. Scherzer on the boat now? Okay, wow. Wow. You have the Mets going to Milwaukee. Mets. Okay. Whoa. What a series. What a series. And then in uh, the other divisional series, the Dodgers are going to the uh, Bay Area. Dodgers. Oh, wow. wow. The NLCS will would be Mets versus Dodgers. Dodgers. Wow. So you have wow. Dodgers versus wow. Houston wow. in the World Series and your July 30th stimulation simulation World Series champions are the Dodgers. Wow. wow. They made the big trade. Yeah, I think this the is the first from yesterday. This is the first time an NL team has won the stimulation simulation and the Dodgers, obviously. Wow. Cool. Wow. Wow. We got a few more passings. <laughs> yeah. Passing. On. Daniel Norris of the Tigers, a surfer. He likes to be remote in his van. Nice guy. He actually follows me on Instagram. So shout out so Daniel nice Norris. Of him. Uh, going to the Brew Crew. Going to the Brew Crew. Mm. You know what? I don't know. You know how what? Use I was him, like, but I like it. It's kind of like this is. I don't know if this deserves passing and all that. But you say Brew Crew, and then I kind of like it for some reason. Right. They know something. They they're the odd team that takes up Drew Pomerantz, puts him in the pen, and now he's like a My big God. reliever. Like they're like the Brew Crew of the team. When they go get a pitcher, they're like, okay, well, that might work. Passing. Oh. oh. Uh, not oh, a God. new thing, just pass and said relief market this afternoon is going to be completely bonkers. Who said that? Passing. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to reply, good tweet. <laughs> I mean, Daniel Norris has had a – love you, Daniel. He's had a really bad year this year, so they – I don't know. I mean, what do they know? Curious. And, now. you know, I like to get a jab in at the big prospect huggers when I can. Daniel Norris was a huge prospect just kind of hasn't clicked. Dude, it's a tough sport. I, I've i said this about the draft. I go back and look at the draft and, you know, you covet these guys. None of them, I mean, very few work out. That's just the it's a There's number. some tweet. Just not. Someone had it that, like, prospects that get traded at the deadline, like, in the last couple of years, it was, like, less than 10% fulfill their service time. Like, they're, they, they play in the league for five years. Mm-hmm. Prospect huggers weird me it's, out, man. I understand there's value. Like when the Dodgers trade their two highest value chips in the same trade, that's usually not the best way to use prospects. But um, if you're a fan, you have like one or two guys down there, you, you know, you like and value. But. Trev, you know, baseball is a hard sport. Go. You know how many players Go. fulfill yeah. their service time? Not a lot. Like not a lot. So trade prospects for pieces that you think will win. Good job by you, Trev. Norris hasn't been as bad um, as his ERA suggests. I mean, he had a, he had a tough start. Um, but you know, he's had a lot of good outings and, and a lot of holds. He's, the ERA is awful, okay. but when the game lock isn't as bad as the ERA suggests. 
I was looking at the, his whip also, mm. but I guess it's not too far off from like his career. So I was going to say this. Go back and look at your team's top prospect yeah. charts 10 years ago and then five <laughs> years ago, and you're like, oh. <laughs> it's a fun game. I like that game a lot. You know, so that's go make your major league team better. Go make your major league team better. Yes, I agree. Um, okay, good job by the Dodgers winning the World Series on July 30th. Yeah. Big trade, put them over. And let's get into the second half of the show, which is individual awards. We will continue to hit the passing button if we get news and react to it. If you're just joining now, we are going to be live after the deadline to fully recap all the trades once they're all done as well. And all the trades that already happened before today, we talked about on yesterday's show. Uh, so go check that out as well if you're interested in looking for that. The awards today are brought to you by a show on the John Boy Network called Sequence. You guessed it. <laughs> We're talking about Sequence, hosted by big leaguer Trevor Plouffe. Trev, do you know how the ad team wrote up your show? You want to hear it? I'm, I'm In each curious. episode, Trevor takes us through a detailed analysis of some of the best plays and biggest at-bats from Major League Baseball. He's had incredible guests like Yelich, Andrew McCutcheon, Lucas Giolito, and so many more talk about what was going through their minds during the biggest moments of their career. New episodes are released every Tuesday and every other Thursday on the John Boy Media YouTube channel, John Boy Media Facebook, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. So go check out Trevor Plouffe's show, oh. Sequence. Would you say that's a fair description of your show? Thank you. It is. Thank you very much. Uh, the, my latest episode is with uh, Machado and Hosburn, a beautiful play that they choreographed together. They so choreographed a play together? Now I'm interested. No, that's not the right okay. word, but you, you know what I'm Thought talking about. about. It. They did it together. They were in the play together. Standout performances. Standout performance. I'm breaking my rule. Ooh. But not really. I'm going to a, a position player. Joey Votto, and mm. he did have multiple home runs in the game, which is what, I mean, if I choose a position player, guy have two homer game, but we're going to expand a little bit here because what Joey Votto's doing is insane. He's got six games in a row with a home run. Um, he, <laughs> man, it's nuts. I mean, in the first, in his first 67 games started, he hit 12 home runs. 67 games started, I believe 68 games. In his last one, two, three, four, five, six, he has hit eight home runs. He's about to set a record, I believe. I think it's 11 home runs in a row. 11 games in a row with a home run as a record by Don Mattingly, I believe. I, 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 I know Tino, I know like Tino Martinez did 10 in like 2004. Um, I think Don Mattingly has a record. But Votto's had a two multi-homer games here, so there's got to be... Mattingly's with eight. Him and Griffey. Eight. Okay, so Tino must have like six or just like on, right on there. So eight straight games. So that's so he's close to that, Votto. Uh, who do they play today? And I wonder if any of those guys in those eight games had multi-homers because he currently has eight in six games. I wonder what the most in the shortest span is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trev, tell him the Votto quote that he said the other day that I know you loved. You tweeted about it. He basically said, the difference is I'm trying to hit homers. That's the difference. I'm the old uh, Wade Boggs, homers. Ted Williams. Like, well, if I want to hit homers, I can. You want to see? 
there's stories about both those guys telling reporters like, reporters like, why don't you hit home runs? And they're like, oh, I hit a home run today. And then they went and hit two home runs, and they're like, but I don't. Hit the ball. It's interesting because, you know, I was going to tweet out yesterday, great quote, but kids don't do this. Like, he's established himself right. as, like, an all-time great in mastering the strike zone and and bat-to-ball skills. I worded that a little differently because I didn't want to take away from the fact that it is just a fucking awesome quote, but if there's any kids out there, work on the fundamentals, the basics of hitting, and then we'll work on your power game a little later. Joey's put the... Joey's didn't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to hit for power and that's it. Like he's one of the greatest to ever do it as far as bat to ball skills. So it's, like there's that one stat on him. He didn't fly out to the infield for like eight yeah. years yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Pretty nuts. Like, what the fuck? Votto's crazy. Dude. Good for him, man. He, uh, you know, obviously his numbers came down cause they had to, cause he was at an MVP level for about a decade. And, man, you know, he's still getting paid a lot of money, and he, full resurgence by him. Like, awesome, good for him, good for the Reds. Chris Rose's guy. All right, we're going to play it. You ready? Don't look. Okay. Oof. Uh, salary. Career? Bottom. Do you want to go complete career? Let's go com- Let's go to date. But doesn't he have a huge contract? Like, didn't he get like a 200 mil contract? I'm going to guess he's made 260 mil. Mm. I'll go 220, and he's got a couple big paydays still coming. Yes, sir. Going overboard. He's, he's made $203 million so far. He's got 50 mil still coming to him. Or excuse me, 57 mil because there's a 25. 257 mil? 25. Wait, 257 mil? Will be his will 203 be his with 57 earnings. coming puts that 260. What did I guess? 260. Yeah, yep. 260. I guess 260. Well, I said, said to date. Well, he's guaranteed that money, Trev. Yeah. Yeah. We're both taking credit. I mean, taking a lot of credit, dude. You guys did great. That was was, a great guess guess by you. 260 freaking mil for the Votto guy. I love it. Right, but for a different question. Well, I was. It's like one of those SAT things. I I interpreted the question. question. I thought guaranteed money Mm. counted. So in my head, I'm spot on. That's huge. And in my head, spot on. Well, here's the thing. There's still it could, it could be more because the team has a 20 million dollar option for 2024. Obviously, it's not going to happen. But the buyout is is the seven mil. It's a hefty buyout. Right Ooh, there. and the new continuation of this game. What's in Joey Votto's basement? Mm, Mounty hats. There's definitely one Mounty hat. I went animal heads. Just like every animal head. No, he's not into that. He's not into that. Uh, I'm going to say some cool, like, hockey mm. memorabilia. Like, he's probably got some, some awesome stuff. There's, there's definitely a Wayne Gretzky. Think there's something. a pop shot, like a like a little basketball pop shot thing. I can also see like a, like a DJ booth setup, and like maybe he like has like a dance floor. All right, I don't know. bring cribs back and just call it MLB players' basement. MLB cribs. Should we do that? Add it to the list. Yeah. Jake. Trev. Good stuff by everyone there. Thanks. Good award, Jim. Most It's not an award. Stand out. Great job, Robo. Robo. 
Oh, Robo Trev. Wow. Standout's an award. Uh, and speaking of, I'm giving out my standout to a friend of the podcast. He had a two yacker day. He is the best hitter on the Rays this year. I'm going with Austin Meadows. Uh, he hits two home runs. You know, one of them late that kind of ends the game. Austin Meadows, I love this guy. Whenever we talk Rays, I I usually say how he's like the best player on this team and you need to know Austin Meadows, and I still don't think enough do. He's having a big platoon year. Big platoon year. 935 OPS against righties, 567 against lefties. So don't love that. But if you're a right-handed pitcher, with which most dudes in the league are, uh, Austin Meadows is hitting you at a high all-star level. He is the best hitter on the Rays, who could end up winning the AL East pretty easily this year. And I think he deserves more love. So I went with Meds. Meds. Our guy. Played cards with him. One. Shout out Sequence. I don't know if that video ever came out. I don't think it did. Sequence. Good job by Meds. Big homer off call. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. He's gross, man. He's good. At? Baseball. Okay. Do you have a standout performance, Trev? I do. I went with a big boy. Big boy hitter on the Cleveland Pixie Ducks. Uh, Fran Mill Reyes went three for Mm. four with two homers and a walk, but did you see the homer to left? It hit the basketball arena, basically, which is across Mm. the street. Completely left the building. And guess what, guys? Fran Mill Reyes is having an incredible season. 19 homers. He's hitting 270, 269. Shout out, BBD. Mm. He's got a 918 OPS with a 141 OPS plus. I mean, the guy's like doing it. 6'5, 265, and he looks every goddamn bit of it. It's a big boy, and he's putting together a really good season. So shout out. I mean, the homers when he hits them, they're just they're so fun to watch. He's not one of those big guys that you know, swings a, a wet newspaper up there. He's he's swinging that stick, baby. So shout out Fran Mill, giving some uh, something for the people in Cleveland to watch. Yeah, I mean, OPS plus the home run was crazy, and I feel bad because my dude Kim, who I like. Mm. It's tough. Absolute bomb. You know his nickname is La Mole, the Mole. Mm. Is that like mole? Like that's a that's a Mexican dish. So maybe not. What is? I wonder what that is. That like a mole? Might need help on that. Secret yeah, agent or yeah. a blemish on your face type thing? Well, I believe it's a Spanish word because yeah, I'm guessing they're using the, the Spanish mole. version. Fun guy, absolute monster. Um, I think I've said this before, but. During my unemployment days in Colorado, one day drifted to a Rockies game, little stony baloney, and uh, Fran Mill was on the Padres, and it was like, it, he's huge. <laughs> he's huge. He's not, he's, he's judge. I know it says he's an inch or two shorter, but it, he's huge. That's an NFL tight end that hits baseballs. A big NFL tight end that hits baseballs. So in, in, in Dominican Spanish, it means like mass. 
And like, mm. so it means, so this person go. says that in like Dominican slang, it means the beast, basically. Mole means mass, so like the beast. The mass. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's. Pablo's coming to steal his shine. Oh. You want mass. Oh, man. Ooh. Different, different masses. Some sumo wrestling between those two guys, like strip down, just put the underwear on and put a circle around them, mm. see what happens. Jake, out of our, all of our, Trade boards on the Chris Rose show. You only have one guy gone so far. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for Gibby. Gibby to and drop. Story. Ashlyn sto- just got the first team, which is huge. Mm. Um, she had Duvall to, to the, the Braves. Braves. <laughs> um, so good for her. I know she was getting some. Yeah, I need Gibby to drop. I need Story to drop. I went big because I went all star fishing. So if I get them, there's some big points there. So, um, but yeah, we'll see. Jake, Jake you and I in a sumo okay. ring. Mm. You think you got me because you're going to get low and you got to get center of gravity? It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. I think um, it probably comes down to our legs don't line up well, and I think one mm-hmm. of us gets a knee to a bad spot, and I think that affects the result. Be a classic I think like we're just, MMA match we're where... We're whacking some bodies, but like I think my knee hits you in the calf and it hurts, or your knee catches me <laughs> in the thigh or something. I have it as USC where the one dude's on his back kicking yeah. and like come after me, come after me, and Trev's just like trying to box you while you're on the ground. Like, well, just I think like running sumo, and... you're, if you're down, you're down. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, did sumo. sumo. It's sumo. Jake's got gotcha. you. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we've, we've locked horns before, and it's... I, f- I felt the strength. I'm not intimidated by it. No. He's uh, Jake's like a and ho. Jimmy's gotten deep into the sumo world a couple times. Yeah. Mm. And ho Akiro. He's like five yeah. six sumo dude. There's people yeah. built like Jake in the sumo world. There's not really people built like you, Trev. You're, that's 100 percent true. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, Trev, you, you gotta get the fuck out of here. All right, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Yeah. Slump Watch. We had five guys on Slump Watch. We got five potential additions. Hopefully, some of the guys we put on work their way off. We'll get into it. BBD, who are we potentially adding? As the biggest potential offers this week that we could be adding, Jose Abreu, 0 for 10, two walks, two Ks. Tommy Pham, 0 for 8, three Ks. Tyler O'Neill, 0 for 8, four Ks. Trent Grisham, 0 for 8, and Ronnie Treas, who was in Fuego, I think, as recently as last episode mm. or within the last couple weeks. Uh, he's in an 0 for 10 with a walk and a K slide. Damn, fam and Grisham? Mm. <laughs> that, <laughs> and we're fighting for playing time that in Frazier, San Diego. That Frazier trade make him noivous? Guys. Come on now. Shit. All right, Willie Adamas was on last week. And uh, he goes 5 for 14 with a double 3Ks. As I told you, the Brewers just hit the shit out of the ball this weekend or this week. So he's off. Trevor's story. I mean, he's got a lot on his mind. He goes 3 for 11, does have a homer and a double. Two RBIs, a walk, and a hit by pitch. His on-base percentage was 308. The batting average is only 182, but the slugging is 545. And I have something like he's going to be on a new team. Right. And I'm not going to have Slump so Watch clears. carry yeah. him to a new team. That makes sense, right? Yeah, let's um cuz you know as much as we talked about Trevor Story, I have no idea his numbers on the year. Not great. They're, he's having a down year. But so he's been injured. 240, 312, a 741 OPS. So, I, th- I think I read year. I think I read his his defense has slipped a little bit. 
Uh, he's been having trouble with throws due to the elbow injury. 17 swipes. How about that? Still swiping. Elbow, uh, yeah. Feet or legs didn't get hurt. He's just trying to let everyone know. Um, so we're taking him off, though, because he's, he's going to get traded. He's not going to yeah. carry with no. him. Well, um, someone else you got to do the same thing with. Oh, mm. Gallo. Yeah, Gallo's in a huge slump. Yeah. Oh, we'll do the same thing. Okay. okay. Homer in his last game with the Rangers. How about that? Good job by him. Make a memory. Uh, we got Adelise Garcia, and he's 143-250. Mm. Uh, one for seven on the week. You want to keep him around? I think so. Let me go check out Adelise. Um, yeah, because he's starting to get into a... A danger area a little bit. The OBP drop below 300. He's 254, 299, a 784 OPS. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's keep an eye on Adelise. I'd love a bounce back. Because Gallo's gone. If he wants, if he finishes this season strong, he's like the face. He, he is older than Gallo. Just look at that. I love, I love age stuff. Age stuff. Yeah, the OPS to get back up. I want to keep him on to get the yeah. OPS back up We're gonna above 800. Him. We're going to help him out by keeping him on Slump Big Watch. weekend. It's his team. Uh, Yastrzemski, one for 11. The Giants win the series against the Dodgers. They didn't hit a lot. Bueller shut him out. Um, I don't know. You want to keep him on? Where's Yaz at? He's having an interesting little year. 224, 318, Same thing. His, his OPS went under 800 due to this series against the Dodgers, so we need to keep him on so Let's we can get back up. Let's keep an eye on it because, yeah, what are they going to do? Do they get Bryant? We know guys like Duggar have been hitting this year for them. So, yeah, I'll keep an eye on Yaz. Uh, and then as far as the additions, I, I'm putting Fam and Grisham on unless there's something weird in their game logs. No, I it's, like that. But, like, yeah, let's watch them as they – that's a storyline. Uh, little baby toe, I don't care about. Little baby no. toe. Um, like, you know, start hitting. That's or, a post Yeah. Baby toe. And then you got Tyler O'Neill, 0 for 8 with 4Ks, mm. or Jesus, or Jose Abreu, 0 for 10, 2Ks. I think only You'd one of them You'd lean Jose goes. Abreu, right? Reigning MVP. On a good team. You'd lean Jose Abreu. On a, on a first-place team, I'll say Cardinals, so you don't get mad at me. Same thing. This series dropped his OPS below 800. Mm. So we got to put him on to get it back up. Yeah. Okay. Easy enough. The only thing is uh, is if um, O'Neal, like if he's in the same boat, I'm going to feel a little bad. So I'll go check it real quick. Mm. Well, then you can take out one of the Padres. No. O'Neal still got good numbers on the season. So he'll be yeah. good. He'll be right back. That is allowed. And it was only a two-game set. Yeah, O'Neal's fine. He doesn't need our help good. at all. He's good. Great. Good stuff. All right, Trev, you can come back. Trev, if you're there. Trevor. Trevor. I'm right Ploof. here, guys. Oh, Ploof. wow. Okay. All right, and Fuego. Let's mm. do it. Fuego. Wait, why are people talking about me in the chat? We are you guys here talking shit? People love you, Trev. People just want to talk about you. They're big fans. Yeah. In Fuego, Joey Votto, already told you about him. Six home runs. You know who else had more than two home runs? Young, thick Austin mm. Riley. You want him to trade for Bryant or, or J-Ram, Trev? You're gross. Austin Riley, 421 batting average, 450 on base. One dot OPS this week. Brandon Drury, we talked about him a little bit. Seven for nine. I thought he went eight for eight in his first Game's back. Maybe one game back was before this series. I don't know. Two home runs. Looks, looks great in a uni. A double mm. looks great in a uniform. Brandon Drury, insane return. 
Kyle Farmer. He's a Dodgers prospect that got traded that panned out for the team that got him. 10 for 16 with a homer, a triple, two doubles, three RBIs. So he hit for the cycle with a walk and a hit by pitch. Man, I hope he had a fielder's choice and an error as well and got on base every every which way. Mm. Good job by Kyle Farmer. Brent Rooker. Who that? Brent Rooker, uh twins prospect for yeah. a while, right? Big little little some juice. No, not little juice. Big Ooh. freaking power. I remember yeah. Rooker. I remember talking about that name being like, that's a funny name for a rookie. Um six for eleven with two homers. Miguel Sano, also six for also two homers, six for thirteen. And Rowdy Telez, we talked about him. Rough first eight games as a Brewer, and now he's just been absolutely on fire. Six for 13 with two home runs. Josh Harrison, anyone wants a util, he's tr- playing himself into a trade, maybe. Our dude Jesse Winker goes eight for 18 with a homer. Devers for Boston goes six for 11 with a homer. McNeil for the Mets goes six for 12 with a homer. Good job, everybody. Yes. Those guys are in fuego. In fuego. Which brings us up to... Seahawks. Uh, I'm going to pass the Ooh. ball and not lead off and go to uh, Trev because I like the name of his award he has in the sheet. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. This is going to be an interesting one because I'm not giving an award to a player today. Huge. I'm not. Had this realization last night. I talked to you guys a little bit before the show about it. My award is called the Humans Are Human Award. And I believe sometimes, and we're responsible as well for this, uh, we'll talk about sports figures, whether it be players or owners or GMs, and they're just like a thing. They're not a person. They're not a human anymore. Uh, I sat behind Brody Van Wagen last night at the Angel game. And we do have a little bit of history together. He was an agent at CAA who I used uh, to represent me during my career. So I, I knew him from there. And then obviously he has the famed stint as the Mets general manager. Short stint. I'm guessing a lot of people are going to say it's a failed stint. Um, now he's working at rock nation in like a marketing uh, sort of way, helping players do that. But I, I realized when we were sitting behind him, we had a nice little conversation that we were probably really hard on him for like what he did with, you know, with the Mets and what he did or didn't do. And I'm, I don't recall what we said about him, but as I'm talking to him, I start to realize, dude, this guy like put himself out there. And, like, made a move that, like, most people wouldn't make. He had a cushy freaking job at CAA. And he was very good at, you know, being an agent. But he went out and took a chance and became a GM of the Mets. And that's a, I mean, talk about probably one of the harder GM jobs in all of baseball. You're in the New York landscape. You're dealing with a different owner at the time who, like, everyone, you know, made a joke about them as well. And so he had a failed stint there. He had the Rob Manfred behind the scenes leaked audio thing come come out. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. So we, I'm just saying we criticize this guy a lot. But as I was talking to him yesterday and, and listening to what he had to say, um, you know, he, he talked about how he was very humbled by the situation that happened over the last three years. I told him, you know what, dude? Screw that. You went out and took a chance, and you have a perspective that I don't think anybody else has ever had. 
I guess him, I guess Dave Stewart kind of did the same thing too. Like agent to GM now doing marketing. Like you have all these awesome, you know, points of view that nobody has. So now I, I, I want to just say, sometimes we have to remember these people are human. He went out and took a chance. It didn't work out. I'm sure we talked crap about him, but at the end of the day, I'm going to give him some, some snaps for, for, for going out there and doing his thing. So humans are human. Sometimes we have to remember that. Uh, I do remember that it's human. And I think there's just a lot of jokes. Like you're an agent, like, you know, not like it was more jokes on the Mets that they hired an agent to be a GM when they needed a GM. And we did give him credit for the way he handled the Manfred thing. That was actually like a shining moment for Brody, but I'm glad you guys got spent, spent some time together. Yeah. Nice guy. So yeah. Trevor Plouffe meets you. He'll like you probably. Or hate you. So that's good for Brody. I do. Sometimes I hate yeah. people. Exhibit A. Oh, yeah. People are saying, Rob, I think they're talking about Rob Polinka, the Lakers. Is that what they're talking about? That's also. So I guess there's been three people. It's a little more of an established pipeline in basketball. But Wasn't it the D-backs, too? I said Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart. Yeah. 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 Who now uh, just roasts people on Twitter? Did some bad huh. trades. My award is um, something we gave out on Talking Yanks before. It's condom award, unprotected sex award. What's the award? The unprotected sex. Unprotected award. sex award. Okay. Yeah. Uh, goes to Shohei Otani. Ah. He lost. All his protection. Mm. Trout got hurt. Mm. <laughs> uh, Rendon got hurt. And I was looking at the game that you were at yesterday, Trev, because you were there. I mean, Otani came up. They had who they had Phil Goslin behind him? Phil Goslin was behind him. They had full, Phil Phil Goslin behind him. And I mean Otani came up with two outs and they just walked him to get around him. Then Otani came out with came up with two outs again and they just walked him to get the Gosselin, who made the last out of the inning twice. And then he came up again, and there was one out, and they said, ah, well, let's just still just walk him. And since July 4th, since Rendon got hurt, Otani has had no one behind him. They've messed around with Walsh. They've met, they upped in a couple times. It's been Gosselin the last couple times. Uh, he has almost a 400 on base percentage since July 4th. And I want to credit him for keeping good stats because he still has a 284 batting average and a 1.0 OPS in this stretch with six homers. But, I mean, life was a lot easier for him when they had Trout and Rendon behind him. But Otani's still pretty good that when they do make a mistake, he'll crush it. I was expecting to look at it and it'd be like, yeah, 400 on base percentage and maybe the batting average is down, but the slugging's still there. But Otani's good, and I bet he cannot wait until he has some protection again. Because Oakland who's in a race. I mean, teams that aren't in a race, they're just going to tell their pitchers, like, we'll try to get him out. But Oakland needs to win. And as Otani continues to play against teams that need to win, they're just going to walk him. So mm. we'll see who the Angels start yeah. putting behind him now. But there's some people that don't believe in lineup protection. We've talked about this. It's the most, it's very, very real. Yeah. I, I, um, I for one, will never use protection again. So that's cool. Um, mm. And I did see Monsa's pitching to him last night. I believe there was a 3 0 count where he got a breaking ball. I think he struck him out his first at bat. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. yeah, struck him out his first at bat. Yes. And then there was uh, a bunch of three ball counts that, like, Monsa's was just nibbling. He wasn't going to put anything over the heart of the plate, you know. So, yeah, I, I did look up last night and I was like, wait a minute. It's 
no offense to Phil Gosselin, but Phil Gosselin backing up Otani, that's that's the that's what's gonna happen a lot. A lot of walks. A lot of like four or five pitch walks. The good thing is Otani's fast, so you if there's not uh if there's not two outs, he's just gonna steal, which he did. Or do you have to worry about that? If there's two outs, you don't care about the double play. Otherwise Otani just like they walked him, he stole. But Kind of interesting development yeah. with that with Rendon and Trout gone. They're just searching for someone to kind of make guys pitch to Otani. He's uh he's pretty much on like a fifty eight homer pace this year, so that gets overlooked a little bit. It's wild, man. Yeah, oh, I think he did swing at a three zero pitch too. Go so ahead. he he like he's understanding the situation, being like, "Fuck this." <laughs> God, Jake, showtime, Jacob. Boys, I'm giving out the whoa. I'm giving out the clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose award. Um, you know, a favorite on here, Trev. We talk about your football days a lot on here. Um, Jimmy, big Texas high school football guy. Boys, we referenced it a couple times this episode, and. You know, we're talking a lot about prospects and, and baseball, how tough it is to actually stay and do all this. Picture, you know, you're a top 100 prospect. You get called up by an MLB team. You get a full run for a season, 134 games. Positive OPS plus. 786 OPS. You know, you're rookie, 23. Age 24 season, you take a baby step back. Your numbers are similar. 135 games. You have a nice year. And then... You get traded to be the third baseman for the New York Yankees. And it's like, whoa, where are you going to be in the lineup? Like, if you, if you click, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, baby. Brandon Drury had this happen to him. And we've referenced him a couple times this episode. And he comes over to the Yankees, and we saw him, and we got excited because, Trev, it's something we've bonded about. On these episodes, boy, does he look the part, man. He -hmm. fits a uni well. He was picking it clean at third. We were like, okay. You know, we believe in GM Brian Cashman, so we're like, who's this guy they picked up? Like, is he going to be the next Yankees third baseman for three, four years? Brandon Drury had a migraine issue that he said he had dealt with his whole career, and he'd never really addressed. He kind of didn't know what to do with it, and, and part of it was... The fear of, like, making it as a major league player. And then those fears kind of came to reality. This is the year that Miguel Andujar comes up for the Yanks. He's challenging Otani for the rookie of the year. He kind of takes over the third base job. Brandon Drury comes back. He's, he's trapped in the Yankees minor leagues. He makes the minor league all-star team, and he basically turns down the invite because he's like, dude, I'm a major league ball player. He goes over to Toronto for a couple years. One year, he kind of gets some run, 120 games, but the numbers are bleh. And now he's in this cycle of baseball where you're a veteran and you're out of options. So if you get a shot with the team, you basically get kicked to the street the next day because they got to clear up their 40-man and all that. He ends up on this Mets team this year with all the injuries and issues they've been having. He got a little bit of run, bad numbers, bad results. He gets called up again. And he gets eight straight hits, one shy of the New York Mets record. And, man, if there's a guy you want to root for 
And if you like baseball stories and all that, I don't know how it ends or where it goes for Brandon Drury. But, man, root for that dude. Root for that dude. And I hope he gets more opportunities and he keeps hitting. Because if you do, that's how you play in this league. He, uh, I, I mean, this is his game lock since he got the call. And, Jim, you you figured it out when you were crunching the numbers. Uh, one for one uh, in a pinch hit against Toronto. One for one, both doubles, pinch hit against Atlanta. He gets the start. He goes three for three with a homer, two ribeyes. Pinch hit the next game, home run. And then he puts up a little two for four in Atlanta. So, man... We know the Mets have been dealing with injuries all year. We'll see who's coming back and who stays hot. But if Brandon Drury can keep hitting for them, or, God, if he ends up somewhere else this season and you see him getting at-bats, root for that dude because he got put through the baseball ringer a little bit, and that's a guy you can root for. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. He had surgery on, like, nerves in the back of his neck, right, to fix the blurry vision. Scary stuff. Yeah. Scary. Good job. I mean, be Drew. I, when when you're at that point and you got a, you have no options. Every time there's a move, you're on the lookout. Like that could be me getting out of here. You know, they they save those roster spots for young guys and guys with options. So that's basically why I stopped playing because I hated the opportunities I was getting because I was out of options. Old guy not getting a roster spot. But I do enjoy when guys stick around and, and, and keep getting opportunities and then capitalize on those opportunities. So I like I like Drury. He's always nice to me. Get some run, hit some balls. End up on like the Brewers next year and he'll get your freaking he'll, World Series ring. He'll get a two and a half war or something. Like yeah, it'd be a good spot for him. Um, boom, ba do 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 do. What was I gonna say? I think that's the end of this show. We do have best friend of the week. Mm-hmm. It's another best friend of the week award for Walker Bueller. He becomes the first player oh. to reach five best friend awards. He goes seven mm-hmm. shuddy, eight K's, three hits, two walks. I uh, did you hear the rude thing I did to the Giants? And I think some Giants yes. fans were upset with me. Yeah, they suck against good pitchers. Yeah, especially pitchers they're gonna have to face. In the postseason, like Walker Bueller has just had his way with them, um, and then when they face pitchers like David Price, they'll put up some numbers. But it's something that I'm going to look at closer when we get to the playoffs and we do pregame shows and stuff because I don't think they've gotten to an ace yet. Yeah, I mean the the only the only thing I'd want to look up as a part of that because Walker Bueller's gotten a lot of teams this year. I've I've been doing this the past couple episodes. Walker Bueller's having a nuts year. His ERA's down to 219. But I did do more than just Walker Bueller. Right. I know you were hopping around, but I guess what I would say is a lot of teams do bad against you Darvish, Walker Bueller when Bauer was pitching, etc. So I I'd, I'd want to see I'd want to see it on a scale. Yeah, know? yeah. I mean Houston but got to yeah, Darvish. Houston got to Darvish. Um the Padres got, or the Rockies got the Darvish. So, like, other teams have gotten to him. I'm interested when the Giants go to the face the Brewers, and I hope they get Woodruff, Burns, Peralta, like they get the good guys and the see A-spot. how the Giants do against them. Because if they get, like, completely shut down by those three, then I'm, in my brain, and I know that's just me personally, but I'm starting to be, be like, oh, my God, can they beat playoff teams one and twos? Because you got to beat playoff teams one and twos in the postseason. Yeah. Something I'm watching out for now. Um, do we want to do wheel? I don't even want to do the wheel. 
I want to say that so over it's two o'clock. Punch it. It's two o'clock. I think at three or three thirty, we should be live uh, for all the breaking shit at the very end, and we'll recap some of the trades that have happened, and then we'll just be live for anything coming. So uh, come uh, back. To someone YouTube. said it's we're de- we're gone. Perfect. All the chat's saying we're gone. Well, the live chat didn't miss anything. All right. Well, if you're listening on the podcast app, thank you very much. We appreciate you, and we will be uh, back with another little trade deadline recap soon. Appreciate you.